Blog Talk Radio. What's up, angels? It's your girl, Adina Howard. Make sure you tune in to the Honey Lounge with Teddy Bear, Tuesday through Friday, 1 through 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thursday afternoon. Welcome to the zone of LOTO Radio. Of course, it's your humble host, Mr. Rated Extraordinaire. Yeah, that teddy bear vibing here with you. For all those who are tuning in and tuning out all the negativity, bios, deals, gracious vouchers. <laughs> I'm glad I got you here safe and sound, comfy and cozy like Linus's blanket. And before we begin today's broadcast, I want to send out a very special thank you to my man, Lenny Harold, my man. Be sure to purchase his new hit album, Cosmic, is available everywhere as we speak. iTunes, Google Play, and for those who like to live just a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to uh, Amazon.com. And speaking of adventurous, my goodness, nothing but love and positive vibes. The lead vocalist, the man himself, Mr. Gerald Austin, will be joining us as the Manhattans featuring Gerald Austin have a new hit single out, Yes Lord, long overdue, and it's called Get It Ready. So, in the meantime, I'm going to put you in a little quick two and two. It's going to be like GTE, bring good things to life and get the maestro on the line. So, let's make things happen. Yes, we will. Hello? Good afternoon. May I speak to Mr. Gerald Austin, please? Speaking. Mr. Austin, this is Teddy Bear from The Zone. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good, Teddy Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, Lord. My goodness, my story is such a pleasure to have you back here in The Zone, man. It really is. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. First and foremost, it's been too long because the last time I had you on the show, you released your solo album called True mm-hmm. Gospel, an incredible right. album. Yes, incredible right. album. Now you have returned to us with Troy and David joining the cast. Manhattan's new yeah. hit single, of course, Get It Ready. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Get It Ready. <laughs> <laughs> on my way home, Get It Ready. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's long overdue. What took you so long? For, what took the Manhattan so long to bring out some new music? We've been waiting a long time. You know, um, in all honesty, everybody, uh, I guess, responds to death and things differently. But I lost right. three of my brothers at the same time. You know, I mean, within within sixty days, and um, I had to regroup, and I had a lot of things, a lot of thoughts. I promised Blue that I would continue the group and continue the legacy. And um, I even interviewed guys, uh, different people to come in and sing. But what it was, everybody wanted to sing like Blue. 
There was only one blue. Only one blue? Yes, Lord. One blue. So I want you to come in and be able to sing and do the part, but make it yourself. And I realized I had the formula right in front of me. Troy has stepped up. Dave has stepped up. My guitar player sings with us, and here we are. So we went in the studio, Troy, Dave, myself, and I even had my son sing on it. Um, won't get it ready. He does some background parts. And um, here we are. We're in the process of um, completing the album to release probably in uh, early spring. Early spring, okay. I guess I guess we can wait. We waited this long. We can we can wait a little yeah, longer. We got another thing coming out before before the album. Oh, okay, okay, that's wonderful. We got wonderful. another one for you too. Yeah. Okay, you heard it here first, fans. We got we got some more music from the hands on the way. Um, we've all experienced loss. Um, right. I know for me, when uh, my mother passed away, and that was back in 1989, and it still affects me to this day. When you develop that kind of relationship and kinship to someone, and especially being in this business that constantly evolves each and every day, how long did it take for you to really emotionally throw yourself back into saying, you know what, this is what I want to do collectively as a group? Yeah. It, it took me a minute. There were nights that I tried to perform, think about Blue being on the other end of the stage and I get full and start crying. I will, I will push through because I knew it's what he wanted. But it, it took a while. It took a couple. Of, it, it took me a good two years to really, really, um, just deal with it and come on stage and sing and think about him and the rest of the guys and not get emotional. You know, well, then I'll be emotional. But I know Blue, and if anybody know Blue, man, you ain't got time for that. You better go out there and sing. I want you to. I'm here. I'm good. You sing. You know. So um, he was my rock. Blue was my rock, and even in death, he's still my rock because a lot of times I can revert back to things that um, he would say or think about how he would handle situations, and and it always worked. I got a taste of that, and, and I want to harken back to it. And I want, all the listeners, I really want you to understand, if you do not have the album, True Gospel, you need to go out and get it. To me, out of all the projects that I've ever seen you put out, from, as far as from a solo aspect, mm-hmm. to me, that was one of your finest works. I mean, you did an incredible job with that album. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it, you. It, 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 it was coming from somewhere that I've never, I've heard Gerald Austin, I've seen Gerald Austin perform on a lot of your hit singles, but this was something different. This was coming from a place that I've never seen you come from before, and, and I wanted you to speak to the listeners as far as the process going through, as far as the process in recording that particular mm-hmm. album. Well, you know, I started out singing gospel. Right. Very first songs that I sang were gospel. And um, my father was a gospel singer. Um, My uncle Uncle Johnny Fields, he was a founding member of the Five Blind Boys of Alabama. And um, there was his son, Dwight, who was with me. And then there was my mother and and her sister-in-laws. And they all sang gospel. I was, you know, I was just raised in a gospel family both sides of my family, fathers and mothers' side. And um, when that, when I sang gospel all my life, but I'd never done an album. 
And this was an opportunity for me to do a gospel album the way I felt it. And, and that's why I call it True Gospel, because that's who I really, really am. And my father always taught me that when you sing, sing from your heart, sing what you believe. And that's why I can sing gospel and I can sing R&B and bring it from a, a place in me that, that's real. Because, you know, when you sing, you are, you, you will, we are serving to our fans. And if we sing a lie to them or sing something that we don't feel or we can't understand, we're not being true to them. So gospel is where I started, and I've always been true to gospel, and it turned right over into what I do right today with the Manhattans. It's real. I don't sing anything in R&B that denigrates women or, or put women down. I sing about falling in love, breaking up, uh, making love, and making love in the right way without being graphic about it, you know. And and my gospel is the same thing. I sing from the heart, and I tell the story about Jesus Christ and what I know about it. I wanted to ask you, because I, I didn't get an opportunity to ask you this last time, and I want to I take it a step further on what you just mentioned as far as lyrics. Do you, mm-hmm. think, do you think the lack of artist development in today's music industry is one of the main reasons that we see so much music that has no kind that, that that doesn't have any substance behind it. You hit the nail on the head. And also in in the music departments where your music was, was screened by um your um like R and B departments, you had a person that listened to music. It used to be uh DJs that that left the radio and started working with companies. And they would listen to the music. They knew the ear. They had the ear for what's being played, what was good and what was not good. Now you got accountants in R&B department. All they think about is bucks. And we, with that along with no artist development, we have lost everything about uh, great songs. You know, um, songs have to tell a story. People, you sell millions of songs by singing songs that people can identify with. The younger generation today, they like just to know, you know, go straight to the point, and the more graphic, the better. But it's not all about that because next year, a lot of them you won't hear anything about. Whereas um, the Manhattan featuring Gerald Austin, you can hear about, you be here, you have heard about for the past fifty-six years, and will continue to hear about. It's all about giving the people what they want, singing songs about the truth about relationships about reality and not just singing tunes. Uh, Troy had, Troy made, um, put it the best for me. He said, um, today the younger artists sing tunes where back our classical music, our classic music, which is called old school, which is to me is, is not it's just classical music. We sang songs. You know, and the difference between singing a tune and singing a song. I'm not putting nobody down, but my son is a recording artist, and I teach, I've taught him, and I stay on him. If you're rapping, if you're singing hip hop, sing something with substance. It may take you longer to get there, but I promise, once you get there, you'll be there. And that's what I would like to say to all the new artists and the young artists. No matter what your genre of music is, sing something that's real that people can identify with that they can relate to in their lives. And I promise you, it may not come quick, but when it comes, it comes with a bang, 
and you will be here a long time. You know what? I'm in total agreement, and I also I also want to say I think it's a microcosm of a lot of things that we see that we see take place overall in this in mm-hmm. today's society. Um, the lack of respect for women, um, oh, the yeah. way we speak, the way we speak to women, it coincides with a lot of the music that a lot of our young people listen to today. Um, but I also got to put the blame on. The industry, too, as you were saying, because the thing is, I've always had the mentality, and I get a lot of flack for this. I've always said the music industry is like one big pimp, because if they can get you in a situation where they can pimp and profit off of you, because to me, they have such a lack of respect for the listening audience. They feel like if we put a beat, they'll buy it. Uh, and you know, so not, you know go right ahead. Think about it. They, not just only, they have not a lack of respect for the, only for the fans, but for the artists, too. Because we have some great artists. artists oh, absolutely. Really, and, when, and, you know, I remember we had a seminar in New York and um, we with some rap artists and with um, R&B artists. And we found out from some of the rap artists, like this is maybe 10 or 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. And they were saying when they rapped about, about life and about good things, Nobody wanted to play it. The record companies didn't want to hear it. But as long as they were calling women B's and H's and, you know, then they wanted to play that. And or killing cops or whatever negative things could be. Those are the things that they wanted to play. And it, um, it has destroyed our young people who think that that's where it is. The new companies, you know, that's what, that's what they think it is. And it's not about that. Not about that at all. As I said, you know, as long as I have a platform to bring substance back to their waves, that's what I'm here to do. Because at the end of the day, you know, you know, I get teased a lot. My son, Dad, you just, you old school. I said, no, I don't call it old school, my man. It's called classic R&B music. Lord, that's everybody. it. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. what music, that's what music was music. I remember listening to a song. By the Manhattan's, I kind of, I kind of miss you. Yes, Lord. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dirty dishes in the sink. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, boy. You get hurt, boy. You have a lot of time to think about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, start, start, start reminiscing. Start reminiscing big time. Do you think? I, I will admit, it, it took me back. I never thought I would see in my day, in my time, in my lifetime, that I would no longer see any music stores as far as oh, yeah. Sam Goody, The Warehouse, Tower Records, just disappear. Then all of a sudden you had the inflection of, quote unquote, the internet. And everything is driven by the internet whether it's Instagram, yeah. Facebook, the artists now, especially you have so many artists now that are independent at one time that were a part of a major label. Now it's their responsibility to take complete control, creative control of exactly. the music. How has it been yeah. for you? How long did it take you to get as far as to adjust to the fact, okay, I'm first and foremost, I'm a business owner. I'm control of Gerald Austin, but also of the Manhattans. How long did it take you to get comfortable enough to use the internet to make sure you're able to get out there and promote your music? 
It is. It took a while. It took me a few years. Um, you know, I saw it coming, and 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 I I still have my reservations about it, but it's what it, it's what it is now, and we have to make the best of it. Um, but what I do see is that the record sales it has destroyed the record companies. You can't get a deal on the record company now uh, because you can put it out on the internet, and you can your fans can buy it or see it. And the other thing about selling music or a new new project out, you know, um, when people can, can sit in the audience and, and film your whole entire show on their telephone, and then they put it up on YouTube or their website, then you get nothing for it, you know. Um, then it's hard to sell that music for them, you know. Um, so it's in one sense it's good, you can promote yourself, but the other sense is that when you want to uh, really sell your music, the only way you can sell it is at your gigs. You know, you can sell it online, and it'll help. You know, in some cases it's worth it, in some cases it's worth it. It hurts. So it's hard to say, you know, um, and I'm still learning, trying to adjust to it to make it work best for me. Um, with, the new, with, with the new song, I start, we only do part of the song. We don't do the whole song. Why do the whole song when somebody sit out there with their phone and record it and put it online and everybody can upload, download, and they won't go to uh, any of the platforms to buy it? Amazon, CD Baby, iTunes, you know, I got it on film with them singing it. So why should I go download it? You know? And um, yeah. those are the things we have to worry about. So we just got to figure out how to make it work. It has, like I said, it has its good points and it has its down points. You know, you, uh, it, you're right. It reminds me of a conversation that I had with Lenny Williams. He said, man, he said, Teddy Bear, I have to make my money when I'm doing, you know, when I tour. That, that's my bread and butter. When I go out and tour, that, that's how I make my money because the same things that you just mentioned were it is so accessible for someone to sit up here and record you doing something. Exactly. And then they put it put it on YouTube, and then you lose money. You know? And don't mention when they stream it live. Oh, I was yeah. performing a couple of weeks ago, and all over the audience, you could see the form. And I had people call me, man, I saw your show. It was great. They were streaming it live. <laughs> well, what can you say about it? You know? Oh, my goodness. I, I've noticed a lot of artists, what they do now, that they'll sit up and tell, make sure that you're now the, you're not allowed to bring any type of uh, – Cell phones into yeah. the venues because they're because you know, exactly what you're referring to. But but how many people do that? How many people you really think? I'm telling you, <laughs> it helps to say it. But how many people actually do it? You know, so very few, very very yeah. few. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's a new age, and we have to find out a way to deal with it. And also, it takes the Library of Congress. And, and and these musical um, um, unions and all to crack down on these people, just like they crack down on, on um, uh, radio, um, internet radio. They need to crack down on Facebook and start making these people pay. It should be some kind of tariff or some kind of something to be made so that when people download your show from in a live show, and when they put it on their Facebook page, they should have to pay something to put it on their page. They should be charged for it. Because 
that's taken from us. But you know, it's going. I think it's all going to work itself out in time. And I'm, I'm believe me, I'm not uh, ragging anybody or about doing it. It is what it is today, and we got to do the best we can to make it happen. I want to take it a step further since we're on this subject. And I, and I really want the listeners to truly understand because they see the glitz and glamour, but they don't understand as far as the business aspect of this industry, as far as a lot of great artists like yourself, as you said, a lot of times you put out these great projects, I call them your babies, and then you're not being compensated in a way because people have too much accessibility to purchase things or, or to do things for free, and it's taken from the artist. Do you have control over the Manhattans? publishing or does the record label still own only as far as the publishing rights to the music well that's um the record company still have ownership of the masters that we okay. have okay with my thing i own <laughs> everything <laughs> I, I recorded is mine it's okay. all mine you know what i found okay. out um it's better to sell 15 or twenty thousand independently or uh, a hundred thousand independently than to sell ten million with a major company because by right. the time they finish producing everything, you still come out with nothing. Incredible. You know, you know so I'm learning a lot, and, I'm, and like I said, I'm learning how to deal with the industry. I know I can't change it overnight, but it's going to take the whole, the, all, all of us artists to make that change, and so that we all can be paid properly and things be done properly. Um, I agree with the point that when these may, we have these shows, it should be stipulated, no cell phones, no videoing. And, um, you know, and I tell you what, this is going to crack you up. We played South Africa many years ago. Okay. And everybody in South Africa had a gun. <laughs> and we played there and they had them. You had to come in and check your gun. There was a box of guns behind the, the tape. I forgot whether it was in, uh, uh, I think it was Derby. We played the soccer stadium, I think. I could be wrong. But anyway, they had to check their gun. And they held, gave them a ticket. When they come back, they can take their, their, pick up their gun. It's the same thing with cell phones. There should be a checking system for your tel- cell phone. And when you come back out, you can pick up the cell phone. But you know what happened if we did that? There'll be nobody at the concerts because we are addicted to our cell phones and devices. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's, that's like I said, it's a way we got to we got to learn how to deal with it and um, make it work. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for those who are tuning in late, shame on you. But the teddy bear does forgive you as we're being joined by the legendary crooner himself, of course, Mr. Gerald Austin. New music from the Manhattan's featuring. Gerald Austin, get it ready. Tell us about the new single. Well, the new single is simply, it was written by my keyboard player, uh, Curtis Dukes and myself. And um, Curtis produced it. It's it's a song about um, coming home to your spouse. You've been, you know, you're not hanging out with the guys today. you coming home. You got her on the brain. You want to come home and be with your wife or your girlfriend, make love, and have a wonderful evening. And um, and the first line said, I told the fellas I'm not going out tonight. There's something else I'd rather do. So you can light the candles and you can pour the wine because I'm in a hurry 
to get home to you, and the rest is history. <laughs> no. <laughs>
been patiently waiting, faithful and true, with nothing on my mind but to get home to you. My body's on fire, deep down within, so meet me at the door, let the night begin. Let our imagination flow Go wonderful places, baby Relax, kick back, and let it flow Get it ready I'm on the way to remember, remember this night, get ready, me and you, oh girl, I need you to unlock the door, I'm coming for you baby, I want it all, have it ready for me, I want you in your high heel shoes, and nothing else, but your smile, you know the way I like it, I'm on my way home to get next I want to watch you from your head down to your toes. In every spot in between. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. All day long. I'm on my way home. I'm going to do it all Mercy, I want you in your high heels. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> the new hit single, of course, from the Manhattans featuring Gerald Austin with Get It Ready. Here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Yes, family, the single is available. Let your fingers do the walking. Stop by Amazon.com. And also to get all the latest updates, stop by the official website. That's at Let's Just Kiss and Say Goodbye. Dot com. Once again, to get all the latest updates, upcoming vin- upcoming promotions and concerts by the Manhattans featuring Gerald Austin, go to Let's Just Kiss and Say Goodbye dot com. My goodness, we got them in the mood, brother. We have them. That's in right. The mood. They, they can go to our Instagram page. We got an Instagram page, and we have Facebook. So just type in the Manhattan featuring Gerald Austin, and you got all it. right. There you go. We got some callers on the line but waiting patiently because I wanted to get some feedbacks. First of all, we're going to do We're going to area code 212. I'm not mistaken. That's in Manhattan. You're on the line with Gerald Austin and the teddy bear. Caller, what is your question? Go right ahead. Caller, you're on. 212. I guess they just want to listen. Let's go to area yeah. code seven. Let's go to area code seven seven zero. If I'm not mistaken, that's in Atlanta. Calling you on the line with Teddy Bear and Gerald Austin. Go right ahead. You can speak, call. I promise that come in peace. The Teddy Bear will hurt you. I guess they just want to tune in. All right, it's no problem. Yeah. Hey, as long as you're vibing with us, that's all that matters. Again. The new single is available at Amazon.com. Now, you said you had some more music coming up. We're going to have to wait until springtime to get the album. When can, oh, we, yeah. expect a, when we, can, when can we expect another release? We're going to have another release probably right at the 
begin end of the first quarter, second quarter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's gonna be right too. It's gonna be all right. right. I, I, I trust you. Troy, <laughs> Troy, and Dave. Yeah, I sing them. You know, and also I'd like to just give a shout out to one of the greatest bands out, and that's my group, guys, East Coast Connection. Uh, my whole staff, Tom, Andre, Scotty, you know, because these guys work hard. And, you know, most of them have been with me over 25 years. And uh, basically I've been with me 42, 44 years, you know. And and these guys are dedicated. They work hard. And they go with me through the ups and downs, all the bumps and bruises. They are right there. And I just want them to know how much I love them, and I truly, truly appreciate them. While I got you here, I got to ask you, Emma, just pose some things to you real quick. If mm-hmm. you could get in a time machine and go back, you know what, let's say 30 years. Let's go 30 mm-hmm. years. You go 30 years back, and the Gerald Austin of today could sit down and speak to that Gerald Austin 30 years ago. Just sit down in a nice cafe somewhere in France, maybe in Paris, in the jazz club, and just sit down and have a conversation. What were some of the things that you would talk about? What would be some of the things that you would tell him to be prepared for? You know, I would I would keep the honesty about being humble, and and I would I would probably knowing what I know now, I would have done a little more. But I think, you know, um, I would. I, I think I would have tried to do more, but it's all about time and it's all about the day, you know. Um, in, in all reality, it just wasn't our time 30 years ago. But today, if I could have made with what I know now and I could have influenced the record company and my management, we would be on the money. We'd be on the money, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> well, like you said, you, you you live and learn. But you know, you, you brought something interesting. I want to talk about as far as being doing your live performances and streaming. Had at any time, if you had any discussion, as possibly doing a live stream for your concerts or some of your concerts. Yes, we we've discussed that because okay. um, that's that's another possible thing for us. That that would work. You know, like and you saying it is just is just another way to get around what everybody else is doing. Um, and I think that would be great. We've talked about it. And um, that that could be very, very soon. Very soon. As you, as you said, you've got to work around the perimeters to make sure, you know, people are videotaping. So, wait a minute, you know what? We're going to live stream the concert. People are going to tune in, and they're going to pay the money to watch this. Without without quick because everything now is live stream. I mean, every, I mean, even on cable television, you have different formats where they live stream concerts. Yeah. So I mean, no, and you know what you see where we're see, at. What you don't see, and and uh, maybe I should keep it to myself, but you know you can't do it like the originals. Um, I would like to do a live stream with full orchestration. A lot of the young, a lot of the young people have never heard artists like us. With full orchestration, yeah. and believe me, there was a time we toured with strings and horns, and there was nothing in the world like it. Nothing, and that's when you get everybody feel each other. Everybody brings something to the table. You know, uh, we toured in Europe with 
uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes back in um, 78, and we used full orchestration the whole 10 days we were in England. And by the second or about the third night, when we did Kiss and Say Goodbye, you could hear a cello in the, way off in the distance playing a solo as Blue was rapping. Um, and then um, this is on the end of the tune when we were singing, who's going to miss you? Who's going to miss you? And uh, I was ad-libbing, and you could hear this ce- one cello playing a solo, and all the violinists and viola players were female, and they were singing, ooh, I'm going to miss you. Ooh, I'm going to miss you in harmony. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You know, you know and, and that to say that people love when they hear. This is another thing you know. I need to know when you have something like that, and your musicians love it, and they can they feel it. It takes the whole song to another level, you know. But everything is synchronized on a CD or MP3. You can't get no feeling. You know, you need the guys to play on the keyboards and the drums, the guitar. They need to. They believe me. Musicians bring it home for you. They bring it home for you. And we need those. We need to have them in the studio again, and we need to play together, not in part, but playing together. Absolutely. You know, uh, the late late great Claire Fisher was a master of orchestration. He could put some strings Mm -hmm. together. And I mean, oh, my goodness. Man, like a pebble being skipped across the pond. It was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Well look, you know first and foremost, this is your home. Whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know when that other single is ready to drop just like grandma's cookies. Even if they're somewhat soft, still warm, sit it here. We will debut it here first. You know that, without question. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's it's one other thing that um I'd like to pass on to my fans. Okay. You know, God has blessed us with 56 years of working and, and, and success. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to give back, to pass, move past it forward. And it doesn't necessarily have to be done in a song. And um, I am, and now I'm officially bringing the group in. Um, I'm, I am the celebrity ambassador for an organization called uh, OIC of America. It's an organization that um, is a nonprofit organization, which their mission is to provide quality education and training services through a national network of local affiliates that will enable economically disadvantaged and unemployed people of all races and backgrounds to become productive and more fulfilled members of American society. In other words, they they holler about there's more jobs out here, but we're not trained for them. This organization will train you and prepare you for it. And it was founded by Dr. Leon Sutherland in 1964. He was a Baptist minister and a civil rights leader out of um, Philadelphia. And he he put the job training opportunities to African Americans. He was the first to do it and bring it about. And in fact, he was one of the first to be African-Americans on the board of General Motors. You know, um, last night I did an event in Philadelphia, 
um, at, for OIC, and the president, um, James Haynes, was there, and, and we're just getting the program off the ground, the celebrity ambassador. And i just like to, to ask all of our fans to support them if they have them in your community, in your neighborhood, because, you know, we can get there through this organization. We can get ourselves more jobs, more job training. I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday that I've been knowing for 40 years, and I told her, I said, I'm going to Philadelphia to do a gala at a, for a gala for YC. She said, Leon Sutherland? And come to find out, that's where she started. And she was the wow. first Afro-American woman to work construction on the highway. She was doing okay. design, and um, she was got to uh, shake the body. <laughs> they had to take off because they stopped So they put her on the uh, earth movers. And she did that for a while. Then she left there, and she started working in the bank. And one thing to another, now she has her own business, pottery business, and it's all due to OIC of America and Leon Tubbs. You know, and if you if if you want to look look it up, you can go to www.oicofamerica.org. That's the face. That's the website, and you can see all the the success that it has gone through. And also, you can make donations. To the organization is a 501c3 and nonprofit organization, but we need that to help out, out help everybody. It just it started out as African Americans, but we help everybody, you know. And it's a chance that with the with just like we was talking earlier with the new technology and everything, the jobs are there, but we aren't prepared for them. So we need to get with this organization and help so we can bring more people in to get prepared so more jobs are open up for everybody. And, um, yeah, and, and I like to thank my, my sister, Miss Gail Younger, for introducing me to OIC and becoming a, a celebrity uh, ambassador, you know. And also, you know, I just one more thing I want to tell you. It's in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm trying to get um, it's located at OIC of America, 1450 North Broad Street, Suite 116, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know, and the number is 215-236-4500. You know, um, it's a wonderful organization. And I just want my fans to know that I just don't only sing. I like to give back to and pass it on because what God has given to me, if I share my blessings with my fans and with the world, God will continue to bless me. All right. And to all the listeners out there, I know you have your handy-dandy cell phones in front of you tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. Take that pen out. Get this information. Again, visit the website. That's at www.oicofamerica.org. Again, that's www.oicofamerica.org. And also, be sure to get that new hit single from the Manhattans featuring Gerald Austin again You can pick that up at Amazon.com And to get all the latest updates Upcoming concerts Stop by the official website Let's Just Kiss And Say Goodbye Dot com Maestro it has been an honor to have you back On the show again hopefully soon Thank you Along with the man pads you'll make your way down here to Houston We would love to have you down here in the studio Oh yeah thank you so much Thank you Oh, my pleasure, my brother. Peaceful journey to you. Stay up, and man, keep laying down that fantastic romantic music, okay? You got it. 
All right. The one and only Mr. Gerald Austin here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Well, got to take a little quick two and two. Got to pay some bills, pay the cost, be the boss, as Brother James once said. But while I got you here, come being cozy like Linus' blanket, let's get into some moral Gerald Austin with Take Me Where You Want Me To Go. Lord have mercy. Here in the zone of LOTO Radio.
I thought, I don't know why, I thought I, I saw somewhere that Gerald Alston would be at your station. Well, he was. He, you just missed him about a good ago. I'll be done. I'll be done. Well, I, I, I met him in Oakland uh, last okay. week and, and, and showed okay. him, brought him all of my family's pictures because I'm in Alston also. And I okay. wanted him to see the other Alstons. And, it was, okay. and he was such a gentleman. But <laughs> I'm here in California. And okay. where are you? Are you there? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, where okay. are you? I'm in California. In Houston, Texas. Oh, Houston, Texas. Okay. Yes, I'm, Houston. A, I'm a, a disabled Navy veteran, and I didn't oh, get okay. a chance. Yeah, I, I was uh, the United States Navy. I spent my three years in the operating room. Oh, okay. And I, okay. And, and I can give you how you can see who you're talking to. I can give you the information. So you can, And it's uh, the public broadcasting station did a brief documentary on me so you can see okay. who you're talking to if you want to. Oh, absolutely, and, absolutely. And, and give it to everybody. You got a pencil and paper so you can write this oh, down? Yes. yes, I do, my love. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay, Valley, V as in Va- Valerie, A-L-L-E-Y, P, lowercase, P as in Patsy, B as in Baby, S as in Susan, Vietnam, Story, Joan, J-O-A-N, Wilson. Okay. And give that to your public because you you, you don't get to see or hear about black women having served their country. And I'm very proud of their documentary. So give it a shout-out so people can go see who it is that's uh, making black history for them. And I also... also, uh, March, the summer of 63, for civil rights, for integration. I got bit by the dogs and spit on and thrown in jail, but that was a planned thing. And so then we, then I went on into the Navy. And then I've been around the world twice, and I'm getting ready to go to Kenya, East Africa, stay in a treetop hotel, then go down okay. to Botswana, South Africa, and elephantback safari, then Zimbabwe, I go on that dangerous Zambezi River white water rafting and end up with the uh, bush people. But anyway, I'm glad to find your station because I am going to be listening from now on. Thank you, my queen. I truly, truly appreciate it. You have the most beautiful uh, radio voice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You have a, look, you have a blessed day. I don't say good Fine, all right, or okay. I say blessed because there are blessings in that word. So change Thank all your responses to blessed. Yes. Okay? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry Thank I missed you. my cousin, but I'm glad I got to talk to you. Now let me let somebody else have you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, thank you for serving and I, our country. Wait a minute. I, I, I am, uh, when you see me, I'm 75 years old. I'm getting okay. ready to start my new career in stand up comedy. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And my stage name is going to be Pitiful. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, yep. Because everything I do and say is going to be pitiful. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's You have that a blessed day. Thank you, you so much too. for listening to me. 
Thank you so okay. much. God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Mm, I love it when a plan comes together. It's a beautiful experience. <laughs> oh, goodness. Remember, family, be sure to purchase, of course, The Manhattans featuring Gerald Austin, their new hit single, Get It Ready, available as we speak via
It's written in the wind Don't Unspoken truth, words that I never said, but somehow we know it's not what's in the head. You are Miss Carousel, we're going round and round. Finding each other in different worlds Love will let to me Go on and dream While I come, find the sun I have to go on. 
If I had 
Night. I wanted to like, take you back to where it all began. You know, when you first fell in love with me. You know what I'm saying? You can laugh. That's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I remember like yesterday. 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 What up, y'all? It's your boy Radio Rodney on Washington, D.C.'s number one station for hip hop and RB. Once again, Rodney, number with that baby. Like this. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.